So how you guys? It's Encourager Kim here, and we're back with another dope podcast. And today for this podcast, we are discussing sacrifices of single motherhood. So you can catch this podcast right now on Apple Music. You can also catch it on Spotify as well as Anchor Music. So at this time, go ahead and get your snacks. Go ahead and get your kids because this is a good topic to have around, you know what I'm saying, your family life. And come on back. So hi you guys, we are back, and like I said, this is Encourager Kim today, and we have a special guest. Round of applause, drum roll. I don't know if y'all have ever been introduced to my mother, but my mother is here today. Say hello, Miss Audrey. Hello. All right, so this is Miss Audrey Taylor. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Snap. Um, yeah. Snapchat. And that's on period. So today Miss Hopper is here. Miss Taylor. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Taylor is here. And we also have the Silly Goose Encouraging Jam. She in the studio as well. And we're giving you guys different precepts on um the topic, um, which is sacrifices of single motherhood or motherhood in general. Now, me being me, y'all know my background, you know, I came from the single motherhood era. Miss Taylor, on the other hand, did not have my same expertise. She is a married woman. She has been married for over 20 years. We have encouraged your camp, uh, Jim here. She's just single as a $2 bill. And so we have different precepts that's coming from three different um, women, young women. And we're just here to give y'all some dope um, information and some dope perceptions. So if you like this podcast, don't forget to click like. And share and share this with another friend. Um, you can also on Spotify give your comment now. Spotify, you can also um like your feedback. So let's get right into it. So, like we said, the topic is sacrifices of single motherhood. So we want to think about what are sacrifices. Sacrifices are things um that we may have to put aside or we may have to go without, and at all times it does not mean that it's bad. It does not mean that it's good. It just means that it's some things that, you know, we get disciplined and we just, you know, saying expect to turn around. So we not only have sacrifices that we're talking about, we're talking about obstacles, which is um, that can be good or it can be bad. Like we have benefits. There are also benefits um, in being and choosing to uh, raise your kids alone. I know the topic is that um, that's going around now. Everybody want to live the soft and feminine life. You know, we get more liberated. We're becoming more independent. So we just have these different precepts, you know what I'm saying, to toss around. So let's get into it, period. So we're just going to get right into it. So the first um, point that we want to notate is we're going to go off and on. We're going to give our precepts of um, the benefits of, you know what I'm saying, single motherhood. And we're going to also give you a benefit of uh, being married with children as well. So maintaining um, a healthy work life and balancing your work life is one of the issues that single women based um, um, battle today based on you know what I'm saying finding proper child care because we know uh, since COVID child care has been through the roof um, women had you know to either choose to you know what I'm saying go to work or pay rent or pay for child care child care um, is very expensive nowadays it'll run you anywhere from 200 a week you know what I'm saying? If you find a good daycare, a good step daycare, um, around $150 a week. So we want to just take in mind that when you choose to um, 
raise your kids alone. You're also going to be hit with, you know what I'm saying, financial, you know, setbacks. So that's child care can be a setback if you're not already living comfortably with, you know, a spouse or a husband or, you know, if you have help from a family member or whatever, child care can put a little dent in your little pocket. So if you're expecting to have children or if you're praying to have children, just make sure you got a little savings account, a little rainy day fund that you're storing up because child care is up through the roof. So we're going to go ahead and get Miss Hopper's, Miss Taylor's. I'm Miss Hopper, you guys. I'm Miss Hopper. It's just because she looked like me right now. She has this side swoop going on, this little pixie cut, and um, it's throwing me off a little bit. So, yeah, so we're going to get her percepts of work life um, as and balancing um, kids with a spouse as opposed to not having a spouse. So go ahead, Miss Taylor. Well, as I was growing up, you know, I had a daughter at age 17, which is Miss Hopper. And I was, I gratefully had grandparents, her grandparent, to help with my daycare while I was still in school. I also had family members who would help, help out with childcare as I was raising my daughter single and attending school and all. But once I finished school, I did get a job and I was able to still have that help within family, which some families don't have anymore. Some young adults don't have that in the home where we can allow on our parents or grandparents, which then you must put your kids in daycare. Um, and like she says, it's really expensive nowadays uh you know you can sometimes find like the back in the day neighborhood parents that kept kids for way less but you don't have that you know nowadays because you can't hardly trust anybody with your kids That's true. so i can say that i was more fortunate Versus now, you know, I also, you know, when I started working, I also had help. I married at age 23. And I also had help, whereas when I happened to be to work at 6 o'clock, 5.50 in the morning, their dad was able to get them to school, get them dressed and off to school while I was at work. And also, throughout majority of their school schooling he was able to do that while I worked or you know as he worked himself so being married was definitely a benefit to me because you know I hadn't had to do anything along from starting out from like I said age 17 up until my kids was almost out of school you know I, I didn't know what it felt like to have to stress about daycare, stress about getting my kids to school, worry about how my kids was definitely going to eat when I'm away. And I, I, you know, I never had those problems. You guys, so rolling into our next segment. Um, thank you so much, Ms. Taylor, for that input. You guys, I hope you are learning and 
get your pins and you getting them gems because she's throwing out gems out there. You understand what I'm saying? So that actually will roll us into our next um, point, which is the emotional um, struggles, um, stress and workload that you have to endure with either being a single woman um, with kids or being a married woman with a spouse. So let's get into it. All right, so you guys, we're rolling into our next bullet, which is the emotional struggles that we tend to face as women, whether you are single, whether you're an aunt to a child, or like Miss Taylor said, you, you know, you can become you can be a grandparent, but we all deal with stress when there's children around. You can actually be married and still have those um same um behavior issues. So that's what we want to talk about. Emotional stress. What are emotional triggers? Um, for women who, you know what I'm saying, have children. So the number one thing that we're discussing um, in America is being able to work. During COVID, there was no work, as we all know. So a lot of women got out, you know, got out, got out the workforce, you know what I'm saying, and did a turnaround to where they initially started on businesses because everyone was working from a remote location. So during COVID, there was maybe 70% of women in the U.S. that um, took it upon themselves to start their own business uh, and left their regular jobs because they had to be at home. They had to be the daycare. You know, they had to be, you know, the children. Um, and we even had what, uh, for some schools, remote virtual learning. So um, there was a lot of benefits that kicked up for women in COVID being that I myself, I know women, you know, initially uh, took that leap of faith and left the workforce in 2020. But I initially left the workforce um, in 2016, uh, being that, you know, children, child care, you just don't want to be that parent that, okay, I got to go to work. So I got to throw my child off on the grandmother. I got to throw my child off on the great grandmother or the aunt or somebody got to watch my kids. Don't nobody have to watch your kids. So that's why I said when you go into, you know, what I'm saying uh, motherhood and these, these, these you know, your perception, make sure that you have um, financial stability to where you can cover, um, you know what I'm saying, looking after your children. So right now we have Encourager Jim here that can speak to you about the emotional struggles that we as women face when um, we're raising children, either single or when you have a two-parent household. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, we're neglecting the fact that some people can actually raise children in the household and not be married. So um, Kamaria has that both sides of the railroad track in that experience. So, Kamari, would you like to give your thoughts on the emotional struggles of parenthood? You got to come over a little bit. Um, emotional? Emotional struggles, meaning uh, stress, behavior, all of those count as, uh, what you like that from, as emotional, you know what I'm saying, triggers. So, what kind of, um, Emotion do you battle when you're, or you expect to battle if you are going into either single motherhood as you are going into planned parenthood with a partner? Um, I was stressed because um, it's, it's just a lot you have to do with children. Yeah. Being married? Um, single. Okay, so what are some of the emotional stress that you're coming from, um, we're taking that you want it to be you know what I'm saying? You desire to be married and raise children. So is there are there some stress-related issues when you're raising children with a spouse? Mm -hmm. Do you care to share? Um, with a spouse? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be 
emotional struggles because every you wanna everybody wants attention and everybody needs love. So if you taking care of your child, your husband might feel left out. Or if you taking care of your husband, you can't do that a lot because the child have needs as well. Okay. Especially as the baby newborn stage. Um so it's gonna be stress. It's gonna be making you feel like you take care of everybody else and not take care of yourself. And you're neglecting yourself. And those are still some issues that like the single woman and the married woman can that come in and get along because he, as a single woman, you, you you're maintaining your children, but you're you're gonna basically nine times out of ten neglect, you know what I'm saying, your needs and what you feel like, whether it's a sex life, whether it's a you know what I'm saying, social life, whether it's um work life, something that you desire, or whether it's your dream to, like I said, start your own business or do be more independent. There's some things that you are told by society back in the olden days that you shouldn't desire. You, your main job is you got kids, you should go to work. So those are emotional struggles, being that a woman desiring that she had dreams that I want to do this, but the reality of the situation is um, she has to have substantial income. So yeah, those are things that we want to consider and put in place when we're thinking about Planned Parenthood. All right, so I hope you guys are enjoying this content. I hope you are enjoying the energy of Miss Taylor over here. Miss Taylor did not know anything about this record. I'm just throwing out some backdrop information. But Miss Taylor came here dressed, baby, as the backdrop and the furniture and everything else that's in here. So Miss Taylor's on. So y'all want to take y'all, like I said, you know what I'm saying? Um, some powerful gems when you're thinking about encouraging other women, when you're thinking about is married life for me, is single life for me. Um you, you just want to take those gems. So the last topic for today that we have is um, pressure to make decisions. So that could go to where whether you're either a child and you're looking um, up to your married parents or your single parents. You know, there's certain decisions that um, you might be stipulated into making going into um, planned parenthood or single parenthood. So we can talk about effective decision making. So right now I'm going to pass the mic to Miss Taylor. So she can give us her percepts on um, proper decision making as a married woman. All right, Taylor, you on? Well, this there's definitely um, proper. There's proper. Um, Okay, so the question in was, making decisions, yeah. there's a proper way of doing them, doing those. Well, you you um, it's all about conversating with your mate, conversating with your kids, you know, because you know no one should feel left out. Even when you know there's a decision to be made, you want everybody's aspects. Expect on um, best interest, yeah. Come on, we're following because you're sending me into a whole on the decisions you make because it can like totally affect your whole household. And that's true, I guess. With the decisions I made as a young adult, I always wanted to go to school to do hair, that was my passion. as high school even in my 20s 
but I also know that I had a family to raise and I also know I had young kids. So I put that, my dreams on hold. I made that decision to, you know, to go to work and take care of my kids and put them through school and try to make, just make sure that all their needs was met, even though, you know, sometimes you're not, you don't conversate as much with your kids as when they're younger as when they're adults. But you try to do as much as you can to help them make better decisions, you know, so you, you know, versus That's true. yourself. Yeah. So you put so, the needs of your, your, in, in, in your era, and which is beautiful, y'all. Y'all got, excuse me, I'm tearing up right now. But, you know, saying, even as children, we, we sit around and we ask, I'm just giving y'all some little backdrop as when I was 10 year old Kim. We used to go around the car and I said, Mom, what you want to be when you grow up? Mom, and this is the exact thing that she said, I want to go to school, you know, um, uh, do hair. I want to be a cosmetologist. And that's what we had, baby. We had the best hairstyles. We took care of our nails. We smelled good. So, a lot of things that we think that we failed as a parent, we did not. We did not miss a beat. Um, we had proper discipline. We had, you know, because you know, in the black society, hair is a major thing. It, it teaches you how you feel about yourself. Um, you know what I'm saying? It determines how much self-love you give yourself. And that's what we were brought up on, uh, your professional appearance, your appearance. So being that some of the sacrifices Miss Taylor said she made was her dream was to, you know what I'm saying, go forth and become a professional stylist. But what Miss Taylor probably don't even see is that she already put those dreams there floating because she did neighbor's hair. She did other children. Can your mama do my hair, girl? I had friends from high school. I did hair in high school. I said, girl, you know what? My mama wants to break your hair because I don't know how to break. So my mom would still take hand and do, you know, the aunt's hair. So we still had that. We were no kitchen beautician. These were real, you know what I'm saying, things that put, you know, you know, whether you need extra money in your pocket or anything like that. But sometimes we think that life has passed because we had we did so much for our children, but it has not. There was a bigger goal that in a bigger, like a bigger vision that Miss Taylor may not realize that she left a mark upon, you know what I'm saying, our family as well as um society. So yeah, that was a good, you know, um, um that was a good form of decision making right there. So when you're becoming um more serious or you're becoming more um like I said, adult-like, and Miss Taylor said these was her, you know, dreams in her early 20s, you know what I'm saying, and we just looked at the bigger things back then, you know what I'm saying, you really did have to work, the government did not play with um, colored black women back then, you, you, you really had, it was really traditional, so nowadays we're seeing more women step a little bit outside of the box, you know what I'm saying, and getting their courage, getting their push from their family, well, you know what, if you want to do this, just make sure you can take care of your responsibilities, because that is your biggest goal overall. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling everyone to drop the ball and go become an entrepreneur because it's not for everyone. It is, I'm not telling everybody to go search for marriage because it's not for everyone. I'm not telling everybody to drop your husband and become single and chase your dreams because singlehood is, is not for everybody. So what you have to do, you have to manifest. You have to write down your goals. You have to write down your percepts. You have to get, I ain't telling you, you got to rely on other people's opinions, but you, you know, people that grew up knowing you, they know what you're good at and they know what you're not good at. You know what I'm saying? You can ask their opinion, you know what I'm saying? Get that feedback. And, you know what I'm saying? Do you think I should do this? But I'm not telling you to solely rely on others. You have to rely on the vision that's been planted deep down in you. If you had a dream, you know, the, you know what I'm saying? It's going to, you know, 
that's dream that has to come into fruition and you have to you know what i'm saying be responsible and know that it's going to take time it's not going to happen overnight the change is not going to happen you know what i'm saying next week so you just got to really prepare for you know what i'm saying your goals so we're going to end this segment right here we're going to get a little feedback from encourager jim you guys and we're going to wrap this podcast up so get your snacks if you gotta have a bathroom break go ahead and get that and make sure you come back in this song period my takeaway from today's topic is different decisions you have to make in life based on your present situation so being single and being married is two different things so in a marriage, you have support from your husband. And it's a lot of marriages that the husband don't support the wife. He just feel like the wife is supposed to do the cleaning, the cooking, taking care of the kids, and he's just going to work or he does what he do. And as a single parent, it's um, you have to base your attention and your time on your children. So it's hard for you to get time for yourself. And yeah, so what about your dreams? Um, dreams? Dreams as um, a married woman. Would you be more like what Ms. Taylor leaned forward as, as being more traditional and just going to work and putting her dreams and her passions on hold? Or would you lean for um, the new millennial women as far as saying, okay, if I choose to have kids or if I choose to have a husband, you know what I'm saying? I still want to be able to pursue my dream mm-hmm. so um i'm more i want to get married but if my husband don't support me in my dreams or if i can't juggle want to support my dream and having to be married then i don't want to be married because or i can just wait for marriage until after i've completed my goals and finished my dreams right that's understood that's beautiful that's beautiful so you guys we had two beautiful guests in the building today with two very beautiful percepts um, on today's topic, which is the sacrifices of single motherhood or sacrifices as just being a mother, period. So Miss Taylor um, gave her uh, perspective as being a married woman and stirring on her beliefs and what she wanted to accomplish with her dreams and her children. And I, on the other hand, gave you different percepts as being an entrepreneurship woman um, as far as not too much leaning on uh, marriage or spouse um and it's just different ethnics and different you know battles that we women face each day you know we don't have to be you know rely on fear when we're stepping out of there because we know that each woman is built different not just physically but mentally everybody is not built the same um every man we know um is not built the same so some men are not your um continental nine to five they are more business-like as well so shout out to the guys and the single dads that are out there um, doing what we women do. You understand what I'm saying? So no matter what you choose to go in life and no matter what avenue you choose to take, just make sure that you are happy and that you have peace of mind and also that you do in love. This has been Encouraging Kim, you guys. Again, you can catch this podcast on Spotify as well as Apple. Shout out to Spotify because they're really pushing our content. Um, and as well as Anchor, I will... Also, link this podcast on um, my Facebook, the link that will be there. So you guys can just click on it and be directed to Apple, be directed to Spotify. So, and you can also catch it 
on Instagram. So you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. And you know, you guys just do you, do you well and love on somebody, love your parents, love your children, love your husband, just sit down and talk. And I hope this conversation that we had just set it in stone. Thanks for listening. Period.